happy Sunday. So, I pay attention a lot to um, some folks that are um, in the line of work that has to do with helping people be more mindful. Folks like Deepak Chopra, folks like Oprah, who have dedicated significant time and resources and energy into sharing with the world what they have learned about mindfulness practices and how to connect mind, body, soul, and, and be better um, as a human being by getting in touch with your soul and taking steps to unify your mind, body, soul experience. And what I noticed is a lot of these people, a lot of these books that I, I read or um, talks that I listen to, they have an exclusive, almost stubborn focus on goodness and positivity. They focus on using energy and attention and your focus to generate positive outcomes and goodness. Almost to the point where they never acknowledge evil or badness. Now you compare this to religion, typically speaking religion, stereotypically speaking. There may be exceptions, but you compare this to generally the idea of religion, right? And religion is always, in my experience, from what I've seen and what I've observed, always focused on the presence of evil, as well as the presence of good. But the presence of good is very much um, contextualized and given meaning by the presence of evil in religion. Not so much in mindfulness practices and mindfulness approaches, right? So I started thinking about why that might be the case. And I would love to have the opportunity to ask ask somebody who is uh, more of a guru than I am and more well-practiced than I am in, in, in this way of experiencing life but until I have that opportunity to have that type of conversation I started coming up with some theories of my own about why that might be the case um, and I believe that it's because people who know the power of focus of your focus and your attention People who know the, the power of using your energy to manifest your, your life experiences. I think they have come to the conclusion that if you give the bad and the negative 
your energy, your focus, your attention. You are already watering bad seeds that you don't want to grow. So in other words, if you look at your attention and your focus as like nutrition, you know, or you you look at or nutrition or yeah, nutrition. A plant needs nutrition, right? A plant needs water, soil, sun, right, to grow. You have seeds that could be positive seeds or negative seeds, good seeds or bad seeds. Whichever seeds you water, get sunlight and soil are gonna grow. So, you know, you, you'll hear everyone, including people who are like, you know, experts supposedly at mindfulness, talk about um, the fact that when you meditate and when you take time to be mindful, it's less about controlling what kind of thoughts go through your mind and more about understanding that you are observing those thoughts and not thinking that the thoughts control you. So you're taking ownership and control um, by, ironically, by surrendering, right? By surrendering to the fact that, okay, if I, if I dress back and, and step back a bit, I can watch all of my thoughts and watch everything that's happening around me without being a part of it. Um, and when you do that, you get the opportunity to see that you can control your focus, you can control your attention. And I believe that one of the reasons that, again, mindfulness practices focus more on positivity, exclusively on positivity, is because of this belief that, and this knowledge that if I don't want bad things to come to fruition, then why am I putting my energy on it? Why am I talking about it? Why am I speaking about it? Why am I focusing on it? Why am I thinking about it? Why am I um, giving it life? And so again, I, I think my theory is it's not a it's not a, a way of pretending that the bad doesn't exist or pretending that no one in the world has bad intentions. But I think it's an understanding that if I give the bad things my energy, that's energy that I could be given to good things. And it's so much better to just give it to the good things because that's what I want to grow. Now, if you know me, you know that, that for me, that's way easier said than done. It definitely takes a lot of practice. Definitely takes a lot of practice. And I constantly catch myself slipping. Constantly catch myself slipping and getting caught into negative spirals, right? And I have nobody to blame for that but myself. Because regardless of what anybody does around me, and how they see the world and how they act and how they see me, it's up to me to take control of myself 
and my journey and my focus and my attention and decide how I want to shape things. And so if you're listening to this today, I want to encourage you to join me in my practice of seeing how we can experience life and improve our experience of life by focusing on the good. So what that means is when you catch yourself criticizing yourself or criticizing somebody else, pause for a second and think, okay, is there good that I can focus on in this situation? I'm not, not, not to say that you're going to eliminate the bad or pretend that the bad doesn't exist, but just stop and think, is there good that I can focus on in this situation alongside the bad? And if there is good, give more energy to the good. I'll give you a really specific example. Um, you, you know, human, no human relationships that I know of are ever without conflict, right? So a couple episodes ago, I spent a lot of time bigging up my mom and saying how fabulous she is because she is fabulous. And in that episode, I didn't even start to talk about all of the things that she does. I kind of just went like, I, I started to, 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 to tiptoe into it, but there's so much more good that I could say about her. That doesn't mean that that woman don't get on my last damn nerve. I share a space with her right now, which is awesome because I'm an artist, a filmmaker, and um, I am at an emergent stage of my career. I have um, two TV animation contracts under my belt, and I'm working on a feature film. And anybody who's in this industry knows that the fact that I can buy meals for me and my daughter and pay my basic bills is a miracle. And it's something to celebrate. And so far less for like being able to afford any kind of high rent for me and my daughter at this point, right? I chose a path that at this point right now is not making the kind of money to be able to pay rent for me and my, my daughter. And so living with my mom really helps with that situation. But the woman gets on my last nerve. We are so similar and so different. And there's just so much that annoys the hell out of me sometimes when I allow it to, right? When I don't rise above it. But again, I can't blame her for that. I think I have to take control of that and understand that it's up to me how I react to her. It's never her fault. You know, whatever she does, whatever, whoever she is, it's up to me how I react to her and everybody in my environment. Now, I mentioned this to say that I had a conversation with my mom about um, the fact that, you know, there's so many good things that I could talk about when it comes to her. And she has so many talents and she contributes so much to my life. And um, she was wondering if by focusing on those good things and the good things that she brings to me, I was being insincere because she was wondering, okay, well, I know that I get on your nerves sometimes, so, or maybe most of the time, 
So how could you say that I'm so great and I'm so talented and I, I contribute so much to my granddaughter's life and um, I'm, I'm so beautiful and I'm so this and that. And, and I tried to explain to her, it's because their being positive doesn't mean that there's absolutely no negative and I can choose to focus on the positive and choose to, to nurture the positive and that doesn't mean that sometimes there isn't negative it just means that there's also great things and I can choose to put my attention and focus on that and that doesn't mean that you're pretending that doesn't mean that I'm pretending or I'm insincere or that um, I'm trying to act like bad things don't happen it just means that I understand I can control where I put my attention and so why should I put my attention on the bad if there's so much good to focus on there's so much good to focus on so if you expand that example to your whole life all aspects of your life the way you see yourself your career your family life your loved ones Just knowing that you have a choice of where you put your focus and your action and your intention can be transformative. Because knowing that you have a choice, then you can choose the best and the good in every circumstance in your life, whatever that means for you. I'll give you another example. So, um, one of the projects I'm working on right now, awesome project, um, has some team dynamics that are a little bit problematic, and you know some protocol, you know some protocols and some procedures that could do with some cleaning up. Um, and so I was thinking about how much time I wanted to invest in teaching the team how to do things a little bit better because they need some training. Um, it's a really experienced team, so I'm not sure what's causing the breakdown, but they do need some training to be able to improve their process of story development because it's a bit messy. Um, so I was thinking about that. And I was talking to my daughter about the job and I heard myself say, well, you know, right now we don't have very many options for paid work. And this is this is a screenwriting gig that's paying. And immediately, like right after I said it, I stopped myself and I was like, nope, hold on. I need to make a correction there. Saying that I don't have many options, that's focusing on the bag. Because that's saying that, oh, well, I'm stuck and I have to do this. But if I focus on what choice I have, then it would be a whole different conversation. So I was like, okay, hold up, hold up, let me switch this. I shouldn't say that I don't have options because that's not true. If I focus on the positive and I try to be a little bit more expansive in my view and not see the limitations, what I'll realize is I do have many choices. I have a, an abundance of choices. I could do anything. I could be a doctor. I could be a lawyer. I could be a teacher. I could be... Um, a secretary, I could be a clerk, I could be a researcher, I could be um, 
a dishwasher, I could be a gym instructor, I could be anything to make money. I have lots of choices. I'm choosing this particular opportunity because it aligns with my career goals and my goals in terms of what I want my art to accomplish in the world. And I'm making a choice. And if that choice comes with some difficulty, it's up to me how I choose to deal with that difficulty and if I choose to deal with that difficulty. And immediately reframing that conversation that I was having with my daughter. Mind you, she's six, so a lot of this went over her head. But I still wanted to have the conversation with her because I was super busy and I needed to explain to her why she wasn't getting a lot of time from me. Because, you know, as a single mom, um, there's a lot of pressure in terms of how much time I'm able to spend with her and, and how much attention I'm able to give to her while trying to build my career and make a life for me and her. So in, in explaining it to her, I realized that I could choose my focus and I could focus on my choice. And focusing on choice, to me, is one of the easiest ways to find positivity in a situation. Because when you focus on your choice, you all of a sudden like free yourself. You feel way less imprisoned. You feel way less, woe is me, and things are so terrible. All of a sudden, you feel better about life. You feel better about the way that you're approaching things because you realize that you could be choosing something else and you are making a choice that is yours. And if you want to change that choice, you can change that choice. And that that type of recognition to me is very freeing and it also helps me keep my focus on the positive because then I know that if I can't find any positive in a situation, I can make a different choice. It's that simple. If I can't find any positive in a situation, I can make a different choice. And if I can find positive in a situation, then I can choose to focus on that positive and nurture that positive and grow the good things so that I feel better and my experience of life is better. Yeah? So I don't think that anything is ever perfect. And you have concepts like yin or yang. Well, it depends on how you define perfect. Because there's always perfection, I think. But maybe not in the way that humans define perfect, right? I saw a movie the other day um, with Jill Scott. I think it was called, yes, High. Ugh, I don't want to mess up the title. But I think it was High and Heaven. Google, here we come. Jill Scott. Highway to Heaven. Yeah, it was Highway to Heaven. And in it, Jill, Jill plays this angel called Angela, right? And so Angela says in the movie, she's like, my boss has a different idea of perfection than you do. She tells us to another character in the movie. And, you know, clearly what she meant by that was the way that humans de define perfection is really limited. And um, the universal consciousness, the universal um power, the higher power, the creator, has made a, a, a lot of diversity in this world and a lot of duality in this world. You have concepts like yin or yang, 
to explain duality, which means that wherever there's dark, there's light. Wherever there is positive, there's, there, there can be negative, um, you know, left and right balance each other out, male and female balance each other out. There's always these opposites that are working together in the world, in harmony, and that coexist and that define each other. And so when you, when you understand duality, you understand that perfection isn't about things always being one way. To be a positive person, you don't need to never, ever fall into negativity. Or, or never or 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 to be a positive person doesn't mean that you have to have an unrealistic grasp of reality where you don't think that negative exists but what it does mean is that you recognize that you have the power to let go of things that you can't control and to put your focus on the things that make you feel better and that are better for you to focus on solutions instead of problems instead of recycling the same old story about how things are so hard and terrible to decide to take control of yourself and your life as much as you can and focus on what can I change what can I choose differently where how can I solve problems instead of just complaining about them all of these are ways to to put your attention and your focus on the positive so I'll wrap, the, I'll wrap today's talk up on that note. And I just want to thank you for listening. Again, if you find any value in these, in these episodes, definitely share. Share on, share wherever, you know, send via email to your friends, via WhatsApp, social. And you can follow me at Kathy Kareem on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and always feel free to hit me up, start a conversation about anything that we've talked about. All right. Wishing you a great day. Happy Sunday.